Welcome back to The Divested Diary. I'm your host, Sharika Soul. Today we're going to be discussing racism in a modern world. Is it malicious? What's really going on? Welcome to The Divested Diary Podcast. My name is Sharika Soul. I am so happy you are here and we'll discuss Black culture, relationships, Black crime, and a little bit of politics and look forward to discussing things that need to be discussed, open and honestly without political correctness. All right, let's get started. Today, well, we woke up, we got our skincare, got my coffee. Let's just get right into it. You know, I've been thinking a lot about this modern world and what we talk about when we are discussing racism because it's kind of been muddled down. You know, you go on TikTok and you just see a bunch of Black people complaining about white women wearing braids. Is that what racism is? Because I'm pretty sure that's not what the slaves thought racism was. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. And I'm not laughing at it. It's no laughing matter. I'm just saying. Is modern racism malicious? Or are people just spoiled brats and ungrateful for how far? we've actually come. Now, I'm not saying that people should be, oh, I'm grateful for white supremacy, but be so for real. Okay, you have a smartphone. (sighs) Last I checked, Steve Jobs wasn't black, right? What's going on here? Everybody's benefiting from white society. But claiming racism is so evil. Now look, I'm not saying that parts of racism aren't evil. I'm just questioning in a modern society, why do we keep talking about the threat of racism as if it's 1865 and Black people don't have the open space, opportunities, transportation, resources to just kind of move around? Why do you want to eat at a racist restaurant anyway? What is the point of going on social media and being like, these people are racist, and then trying to destroy that entire business? What really is the point of that? You know, I just go to a different restaurant because at the end of the day, I wouldn't want to eat there anyway, right? I can literally just go next door, and I'm pretty sure I'll find a very friendly, non-racist person who will welcome me into their restaurant and, you know, be nice to me. It's no big deal. And the food will be delicious. Okay? (laughs) Like, it is absurd. It is absurd to see Black people, which is why I'm a divester, okay? It's absurd to see them sitting on social media, screaming about white supremacy and how evil it is and retweeting all of these out-of-context videos, okay, of interactions between white and Black people, the Karens, if you will, whatever they call it. And then when you scroll down just a little bit further, they're sitting in white establishments, you know, showing off their food. They're out to dinner. They're living high-class lives, okay? But 
I thought you just said that whiteness was evil. It needs to be abolished. But then you posted a picture of yourself at Disney World eating $100 worth of food. Girl, that's why nobody takes it seriously because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yes, racism bad. Racism is bad. But be so for real, okay? There isn't a single white supremacist, whatever you call it, on this earth that has ever stopped me from signing a lease, okay? And I don't live in a cardboard box. Not a single one, okay? I couldn't even make a list of the amount of racists that have stopped me from doing anything that I've set my mind to and wanted to be successful with. And that's, that's, that's what I mean. Racism isn't this thing that is stopping Black people from getting what they deserve. Have you been to Skid Row? Okay, there's a ton of homeless white people down there. And, and people of all races, not just Black. So what's going on there? Okay, how come LeBron James is sitting in a mansion? He looks pretty black to me. But there's white women in Skid Row who don't have any money. And I'm not talking about the drug addict ones. Sometimes people end up down there because they have an ain't crap boyfriend, probably a ghetto thug. They ended up homeless, yada, yada, yada. I actually saw a video like that on TikTok. It was really sad. They like towed this woman's RV. She'd been, she'd parked down in an area in LA where a lot of RVs of homeless people, they will, you know, kind of park all there together, maybe for safety purposes, kind of a community thing. Anyway, there's lots of women with children in this area um, you know, that's all they have, vans and their RVs, and they're kind of sleeping out there. And so the city had come and towed her RV, and she was just completely distraught, you know, and sad because she, you know, that was all she had left to to, to shelter her children. There wasn't any room in the domestic violence shelters for her. She was on a wait list. So, yeah, you know, White supremacy isn't helping her out any. (laughs) She's homeless. Pray for the children. Pray for sanity to come back. I just feel we really need to get really honest. You know, we are a self-realized society beyond not being able to think critically especially in a digital world where we can hop online and we can see everything. I'm not seeing any lynchings. I don't want to, but I'm saying, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing these mass incarcerations of black men. No, black men are violent. That's why they're in jail more. It's not because of racism. Stop lying to yourselves, America. Black women, Black people, my people. (laughs) 
honestly, my people are the ones who listen to Grateful Dead on the weekends, who love to chill, and yeah, they love watching Lord of the Rings. If you are those type of people, you are my people. I don't care what color you are. I'm a nerd. In an effort to spread encouragement and in an effort to open doors to resources for women like myself, I would like to start an org for women's rights. Black women are still women, but are often attached to black men's rights. And that is not right. We need to support women and children first. 70% of black women are single mothers and two thirds of the black family home. The financial provider is the black woman. If we build women up with simple things like cars or college books, we can change a struggle into a testimony. I did, and so can millions of women and men searching for a little hand up, not a handout. Please visit divesteddiary.com for more information and to donate. Anywho, back to what we were talking about. You know, this race thing. I just don't want to spend every waking moment getting online and then seeing this headline, white cop shoots and kills black man, and then be expected to have a meltdown and be afraid that the KKK is coming to get me. I'm not doing that, okay? I would have to do that like five times a day. (laughs) Come on. That's why I think the mental health professionals are a bunch of BS. Because really think about that. The expectation that Black people are supposed to get online and then react to the supposed, you know, threat of white supremacy every day and then go into protest mode and just be all... It's not healthy. Yeah, there's there are real threats out there. But let me tell you something. Being a victim of a crime does not discriminate. It really doesn't. So we just need to get rid of this whole, like, racism. It's killing all the Blacks. It's killing all the people. Is racism killing the Asians? I don't think so. I mean, Black men do beat and kill the Asians. And nobody's talking about that either. They need to divest. Every time I see an Asian woman with a black guy, I'm just like, well, I hope he doesn't beat her. And I know that's not very polite, but come on. They never pick the non-Ebonic speaking types. Like, girl, why can't you just pick the one, okay, that aspires to be a scientist or you know, a tech bro. I don't know. Why are you picking a pookie to bring home to your grandmother? Ugh. I just feel we've lost our way. Fighting racism was great back when MLK was alive. But that's the point. Now we're in a situation where people are literally fighting to change laws that have already been changed and passed. The Civil Rights Act of 1964 has been around since 1964. You're not, we're not going to repass it, you know? We're not going to keep passing laws. Like, 
how many laws do you need? You're not going to force people to like black people. Some black people are not worth liking. I know it's harsh, but it's the truth. I don't want to like a black pedophile or a black person that abuses their children. Who cares about them? I don't need their like. You don't need their like. No, I'm not a therapist, so it's not my job to be like, let's pray for them. They need help. I don't care. It's the truth. Racism isn't malicious to me. Sometimes people just don't like you. And when we can see all of the damage that African-Americans are doing in society, guess what? We're not above it. If they've seen five black people that they don't like because they saw five black people looting on TikTok, then they're right. That doesn't mean that they don't know a black person that they do like. So is that racist because they don't like the five? Well, I don't like the five either. And I'm black. So it is what it is. So what's the solution here? You know... Now that we're trapped in this defeat whiteness simulation for God knows how long. <laughs> What's the solution? Well, my solution is to shame these people who want to act like it's 1942. You know, and the hypocrisy of it all. Call out anti-whiteness. Stop feeling like it's cringe. To say something, you're not above it, you know? That's how it's gotten out of control. Because there's so many moderate people of other races who just feel like, well, you know, slavery. So I understand why this black person chooses to come online 365 days a year and screech about things that aren't really a threat to them. You know... The KKK is not standing outside my house. That's the solution. It needs to be equal. And until there's a balance, it's basically a business. And it's just time to change our perception on what racism is and how it really affects people. And is it really worth our time? Is it worth the nonstop national anxiety attacks? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's time for people to focus on themselves. Be selfish. You matter. All races matter. All lives matter. Except for the criminals who hurt children. We don't care about them. You don't have to dedicate yourself, your life, your time, your emotional energy to caring about people who don't care about their own selves, their own communities. Now, I'm not saying that all Black people don't care, but I'm saying what is the point of treating us like a tribe? Care individually. If you know a good Black person, you it's cool to care about them. If they come to you with a problem, you can talk about it with them and help them. But that doesn't mean you have to, like, dedicate your life to... 50 million black people that you've never met before. 
and, and, you know, throw down your honor. Just focus on yourself. Save your energy. We're going to be alive for a long time. And I'm sorry. I've seen what happens with these elderly Black people. They die fighting something that they didn't really need to be so stressed out about in their last years, maybe. And it makes me sad. Just think about that. Is racism really malicious in a modern world? Does it deserve mass outrage every single day? This is The Divested Diary. My name is Sharika Soul. I'm your host. I had a great time talking with you. And we'll catch you the next episode. Episodes will air weekly. And you can find me where you listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, on my website at divesteddiary.com or my favorite social media app, X at Sharika Soul 84.